Pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Triforce Podcast. We're back. I'm joined by my best friends, Perian Flax and Sips. Hi. What a lovely week we've had. We had a little two days of sunshine followed by torrential rain. Oh, did you guys get a thunderstorm there? Like a mini summer. Yeah, I'm soaked, actually. My feet and legs are all wet now. Oh, I'm you have with an umbrella. Today. We had our. But it was so heavy that. We had it yeah. last night. We and had I, our I didn't realize. One. We had our big one yesterday morning. Mm. What I didn't realize was. Because nice. it's been so hot in the. In the daytime, we keep the. The windows sort of mostly closed up upstairs in the bedroom with the with the blinds down to keep the heat out. And then at night, you open the windows and you let the warm air out and the cold air in. So I opened, we've got like those Velux, you know, the dormer windows in the uh, in the loft. Oh, so yeah. they sort of, they tilt at like, you know, pretty mad degrees. So I open these windows at about 8.30, crack on, Mrs. F knocks on the door at about 11.30 and says the bed is absolutely soaking. I was like, oh, I was no. like, why? And what had happened was obviously I'd left the windows open. I had not heard the rain because I have my headphones on. We're playing Dota and, and I'm playing Blood Bowl and all the rest of it. She said, but I said, it's, it's only my side of the bed, right? She's like, yeah, it's your side of the bed is drenched. I was like, well, don't oh, worry about it. Don't no. worry about it. So I didn't get a very good night's sleep because I was sleeping in a puddle, basically. Um, but it was all right. It, I mean, it dried eventually, but it just it took me a while to get off to sleep because it, it's hard to sleep when you're sleeping on a wet bed. Your brain is well, telling you. This bed now is you wet. know how us um, bed pissers feel like uh, we got our rubber sheets and everything, yeah. and we we can't help it. I mean, yeah. it's, it's a damn shame. It's a damn but, shame you know. for sure. Yeah, that reminds me of the, like the fire festival. Oh man, that was so, that was one of my favorite documentaries ever. I, think. I watched that again recently because we were on holiday um, in the cabin and we watched it together. Like everyone who went to this little log cabin together, and it was it was everyone was like, no, I guess no no one else had seen it. Oh, and. Uh, it got to the bit where the, the guy was talking about how he had to get involved and uh, save this festival and get down on his knees and suck off the... What? Take one for the team, Trevor. That was the whole bit I didn't where... see it. I, I, I oh, didn't realise it was that kind of thing. <laughs> it's such a good documentary. Uh, it's You've got such to watch a it. crazy story, yeah. Man, oh man. Well, it was just an incredibly overambitious uh, idea. Like, they didn't really realise that, you know, hosting this event on a, on a desert island that, you know, um, they used... What was it? Was it bloody 
um, Fidel Castro or someone? Or, no, was it was it some drug lord? Had, was had, it Pablo um, Escobar's had, island? Or something? It might well have. Yeah, it probably was Pablo Escobar's island. Or and it I was guess at they, one point. It, was it's, it called? What was the name of his place again? It was like uh, La La Casa or like uh, La La something like that. It was it was. Um, yeah, he had like an island had like a zoo on it and everything, right? It was so this like, this was not that island. I think oh, this right, was okay. something. This was like a remote island that he was using to escape to or hide drugs on or fly fly planes via do you know what i mean right it was some tr transit station yeah. for its remoteness rather than its uh kind of i don't know accessibility and as a result i think it was i think it, i i i i like the idea of a, of a, of of people going and but i don't know it's it's a whole a whole like you should see the movie it's just about ineptness by a whole group of people yeah. who 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 obviously have good intentions to start with, but are just too lazy and too. They're just incompetent, like, I don't know. and I I, yeah. I feel like the the way that they plan things, like they they came up with ideas. It was like you you know the way you imagine if you had a a company, yeah. and everybody everybody working in the company is a big picture person, right? And nobody is a detail oriented person and a realist and a planner and an actual grafter. Right. Everyone is just a sitting doer. around coming up with big I, ideas. I mean, I could, a couple of companies spring to mind immediately. <laughs> um. <laughs> so, so it was it was, it was, was like that. Um, so they had all these ideas. And it's also, it combined with that whole, that very modern influencer thing, where you then, you have the actual influencers who are just attractive people that go and take pictures in fancy locations of them doing cool things. And that is such a draw for some people. Even now, I mean, it, you know, people, I mean, even more so now, it's everybody wants to be an influencer. There was that guy, if you saw the story about the guy who quit his job and went to whichever of the Pauls, Logan or Rand or Stephen or whatever the fuck. Oh, the, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. Didn't he want to become like just anything to do with them? Like, he just said, like I, want his... a, I want a job. I want to work for you. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, uh, you know, Paul X or X Paul, whatever the hell his name is. I, I have no idea. Insert name here. You know the guys, like the ultimate chud. Logan, Logan yeah. Paul. Just Paul a couple Logan. of chuds, big tall chuds. That's them. And he was like, bro, just, you know, why do you get your friends and make some TikToks and get bar, get big. He's like, no, no, I, I quit my job. I was making six figures. I quit my job to come work for you. He's like, did you sneak back here? He's like, yes. He's like, well, no, I, I don't just give out jobs like that. And the guy then posts his reaction. He's like, in tears, what have I done? So I, I think that the Fire Festival is kind of like a group of people who think that they, they this will make some great content and great pictures and I've got to go. And it sounds hype, but everyone that goes seems like that guy. Like, it's not like you seem to have many just regular old folks. It was all like these influencer types who were constantly instering each other. You know, it's like real, it's like that vibe going to an island run by big picture idiots with no details and no, no nothing. It was, it's unbelievable. It's the perfect storm of just everything that's wrong with, with that, that culture, I think. Yeah, oh, for, for sure. The, like, they were so clueless about the whole... Uh, and no one it, it was like no one was in charge no, no one was doing anything yeah. and no one and, and yeah and they had they just thought if they you know got all of these big influencers that they obviously love on you know what it was before tiktok you know yeah to come out for it that'll somehow i don't know like make money like they are they <laughs> it's so it's, weird it's so weird but all the, the really... business side of it when he's trying to get money and it, it's bonkers honestly mate watch watch the document i would recommend it to anybody it is fascinating and 
it's it's also kind of cathartic because I don't like these kind of people. You know what I mean? I think a lot of people dislike them. So watching them have a terrible holiday is kind of fun. <laughs> mm. Oh man, that's. that's- I, I have also been doing some research this week, and I think I think this might be very interesting to you two gentlemen. Oh, yeah, what is oh. it? We have spoken okay. before about jugging. Right. And oh, um, we, in fact, we did some jugging merch, didn't we? The Triforce jug. Yeah, yeah, we did. We did. Prison jugging, so which is when you throw boiling water or a cap of boiling I water. I feel like you're about to, to say something I'm familiar with, but then also um, carry on. Just okay. carry on, because I, I have some things to what, add to this. Been a, okay, has there okay. been a recent jugging event? No, 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 no. Yeah. This, this is a new chapter in my, and I would suggest, if I may, our interest in prison culture and prison life. Right, okay, okay. okay. So this new chapter Good. is one word for you, Pruno. Do you know what Pruno is? No. Pruno Ooh. or prison it... wine. Oh, oh yes. Is, I have is heard wine it. that prisoners make. It's also called toilet wine because they <laughs> they, they make mm. it. I know. I know. Can I sell it on you some more? Are you interested? You'd yeah, love some. Carry on. Yeah. So they get like a base of something like orange juice concentrate or right. something of that well, nature. It, it can just be anything, right? It could be yeah. literally like sugar powder or anything. like those. You just need like, the sugar. Like, yeah, like, it just, like just anything that has sugar, which, which is everything, right. of course. Especially because the in prison America. tuck shop is incredibly unhealthy. Of course. You know, it has all of the junk food, crisps and sweets and, you know, all that crap. So, yeah, you can make it out of chew-its or a- anything that has a shy high so, sugar content. So, Wikipedia lists apples, oranges, fruit cocktail, fruit juices, hard candy, just sugar, and high fructose syrup. And they put bread in because the yeast in the bread helps the pruno to ferment and they get it all in like a jug seal it up uh they put it on the radiator to get it going then they put it in the toilet cistern like the cistern on top of the toilet to uh to to brew up and there's like a whole bunch of recipes out there it's like a big thing is prison wine and uh it's it's i just thought this was fascinating when i heard the words prison and wine i thought i love this so much i love the idea that these prisoners they've been locked up they're you know murder they're in there for 20 years. Oh, this is sucks. I'm, I can't get my hands on any wine. I think, <laughs> where? Oh, don't worry. Don't worry. You're, you're new here. There's a special recipe that I'm going to teach you called Pruno. Now, it may give you botulism, which is apparently <laughs> quite a few botulism outbreaks. It sounds, um, pretty, it sounds pretty bad. It sounds bad. And it is made in a toilet. It is made in a toilet. It's also, it's, it's not going to taste good. But it is prison wine, baby. God, in the quest oh, to have fuck. fun, sometimes you just have to, you know, a sprinkle of, of botulism here and there. It, it's going to happen, I, th- I feel like. no. So, obviously, moonshine has been a thing as long as um, people have been a thing. I think people have been drinking alcohol since ever. Absolutely. Uh, the ancient Egyptians and, drank, drank a lot of booze, didn't they? So I'm sure. And also, you know, every time it's been banned, there's been some illegal trade with people making... You know, high so high proof alcohol out of jam or whatever. You know, it's you. you see, there's even some in the old um, A Great Escape, isn't there? And stuff like this in these prison camps. You know, in, um, yeah. in the war. You know, they're always making their. There's always some guy, some dodgy guy with a still, yeah, or whatever, making making moonshine his, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, taking his potatoes and turning them into to wine or whatever. But yeah, it's always it's always part of it, right? And there's there's also 
wine, wine or like you know Buckfast is also the old classic bum wine. Right? Bum wine, which is also sounds even worse than toilet wine. But of course, what yeah. they mean is tramp wine. Like it's not actually from your bum. And nor do you ferment it there, nor store it there. They mean no. they mean or bum put, as well, your yeah, I suppose you could, you can actually take wine up your bum, which makes, gets you very fucking Probably drunk. Probably would, by the yeah. Way. Uh, so don't do that if you ever are considering that, it. That gives it, you it could give you wine bum. It could give you alcohol poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like um, these sort of inexpensive, they're, 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 because they was Buckfast was famously this monk made, uh, all these uh, ostensibly monk made. T- sort of tonic wine right and it became very popular in scotland particularly because it was so it was like the cheapest alcohol per you're getting vfm right there value for money baby that's exactly it. it's because of its high alcohol content but cheap low price it was better than drinking i don't know what skull or whatever cheap lagers they were drinking or i mean i'm sure it's horrible but people are just willing to take that horribleness to get drunk you know because yeah. once you're drunk you don't care where it came from and you've usually forgotten what you drunk no as but well, once you know? you're drunk um equally i feel like uh you don't necessarily um want to die either like of um you know well, some 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 damages. The evidence know? would would point to the contrary. People when they're drunk do all kinds of stupid shit. People when they're drunk die. I think the most. Well, yeah. I feel <laughs> like I feel do. like nowadays more so. It feels like you don't even need to be drunk to do stupid shit. Like there's like a lot of stupid shit happening. Like right. Yeah, you just need someone filming you, and then that, you yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. that's the yeah. main one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man. But it, man, I mean, it lowers yeah. your inhibitions. It makes you feel indestructible. People want to fight more when they're drunk because they get aggressive and they think they can, you know, they could take on any anybody. And uh, alcohol is, it is, uh, it is my favorite drug, right. but it's also yeah. super terrible, really, for society at large. It's bad, but I mean, the the the, the, the being filmed is a different. It's, it's more of an automatic peer pressure, right? Like the camera pressure, because I think that does make people do dumb things, dangerous, things, especially more brave, like uh, jumping off stuff. It's it's similar though, because if you're drunk, people can egg you on to oh, jump in the canal, Dave. Dave He's going to jump in the canal, watch him. You know, and then poor old Dave yeah. fucking canals, belly flops it? into canals the canal. Again. Never seen yeah. push never in the canal. Yeah. Hey, everybody, watch. Dave's going <laughs> to jump in voluntarily <laughs> on his own free will. Yeah. He's, why why has he, he got goes. tape over his mouth? Why did he taped <laughs> why, his mouth up? Why, why, is, he, why are his hands bound? His hands are bound. <laughs> <laughs> Dave's jumping in of his own why volition. Why is he in a garbage bag? <laughs> why have you got you that saw pole? It. Why is there a gangplank uh. here? What's happening? Yeah. <laughs> You. Mm. Oh god! There's a bunch of other um, like fortified wines out there. Mad Dog, you've heard of that? Mad I Dog assume. 2020, which gives you 2020 yeah. vision. That's how. That's how it works. <laughs> what did you start with? <laughs> In my case, I, I don't need my glasses as long as I've got it. As a swift slug from my Mad Dog 2020. That's Mad Dog 2020, guaranteed to give you 2020 vision. Yeah, there's a bunch of them actually. Not, not a guarantee. I've got this one called uh, Sol. Solnisadar, uh, which is named after a town on the Black Sea. It's a Soviet low-end fortified wine. See, now that sounds like a hell of a drink right there. Made from ingredients sourced from Algeria, of all places. <laughs> Just getting uh, better and better. It was caused. It was the cause of many infamous severe cases of alcohol poisoning. Of um, and its production was cancelled after Mikhail Gorbachev uh, set some anti-alcohol laws up to stop some of the Russian drinking. Cock. That was how. I mean, Russians are famous. Yeah, they are for just cost, being drunk constantly. Like, imagine how bad it was before the laws. Oh, their this life is... expectancy is is shockingly low. Like, yeah, let me see if it's still you, bad. Because there's one of these things, isn't there, where you look at the amount of 
like the male female ratio of a country. And obviously China has quite a high male to female ratio because of the one child policy. A lot of females babies were killed um, because they were sort of they wanted a, a male to help them work on their, you know, often, in, you know, in some some areas they needed a. Well, you know, someone to work on their farms or take right. over their business or whatever. And they felt like they... I'm not saying... I don't know how much it happened, but it did happen. And in Russia, it's the other way around. Like, there's a lot less men than women because they die a lot younger they of, do. of alcohol. So poisoning. if you look at Russian life alcohol. expectancy, this is the chart that I'm looking at now on Wikipedia. In 1994, the life expectancy of Russian men was 50 Eight. Yeah, that is unbelievable. That is so bad. That's the same as some of these sort of. That's the same as some of the lowest countries. I think there are like um, the, the real bad ones. With, with in Africa. It, it has improved now. In in 2014, it was 65. So uh, well done. They've added another another seven years. Oh, that's actually good. That's, that's actually yeah, good. That's, a, it's, that's actually big change. Progress. Yeah, but yeah. That, that is progress. It has been getting better. If you look at the charts now, it's a, it's up to 72. But China's overtaken them, uh, and the US is is ahead of them again. But Russian women, their life expectancy has been 10 years or more greater than their male counterparts for pretty much the last 30 or 40 years, even though they also had a dip in 1994. What happened in 1994? There was a big decline between 1986 and 1994 of, of uh, Russian life expectancy plummeted. Was that post-Glasnost, uh, all the shortages and everything's get going tits up, I guess, and then it gradually got better from there. That's interesting. In 94. Was that when they set the fall of the Soviet Union? In saying? 94. Yeah. No, no, no. That's when the, the... Like, if you think about it, it's not going to be like a fall of the Soviet Union decline in, in conditions where you're going to feel the effects immediately. You're going to have a few years after that where things are still in turmoil. I mean, yeah. the Berlin Wall fell in 1990, I think. Um, it, was yeah, it, it must have been. 89 or 90? It, it like must that. have been, yeah, late 80s, right? I think. I, it thought, was... it, I thought it might have been 1990. Let's have and then Glasnost was the whole opening up thing yeah. and becoming... Yeah, I mean, when 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 you go through a crisis, people don't starve to death instantly. So it was 1989 um, was when they started. I always right. forget. So it was November 9th, 1989. So it was almost 1990. So just things sort of limp along for a while. Yeah. So then you've got like a few key, years key where problems it declines exactly, and then it's like, blam, everything's gone to shit. You know, you you basically everything's falling apart, and everybody. I can imagine drinking was was uh, you know a way that people got got through this uh, this tumultuous time. Then it improved to 98. Then it went back down again and it's been a steady increase ever since so well done on turning that around russia wild russian vanya was a fortified fruit wine made uh and sold in the american southeastern states such as georgia and florida during the early 1970s it was referred to in commercials as wild russian vanya what a wine! <laughs> <laughs> uh, however, obviously, it was completely uh, US produced. It, it was never even sold, but it was implied that it was imported from Russia. You That's see. so funny. Uh, I guess because of the reputation of these yeah. strong Russian wines. You know, I've, I've um, been uh, I've been brewing uh, at home myself for over the last few weeks. We got this thing. Uh, it's called a pinter. That is such a dad I thing, know, isn't it? it Someone really to buy is. you that. Who bought you that? Mrs. Like, F. Mrs. Exactly. F. You can't both. It's. It looks, she, it's she such was a like, dad present. I'm sure I bought my dad one one year. Do you know what I mean? I know. Uh, uh, it's like it's, a, it's, it's like only a, a matter of time. You're gonna get one soon, Sips. Yeah. It's fine. It's like can't a little. Wait. It's like a little plastic barrel, and it's all you know. It's all really, really well made. And you open the top, which is fucking hard, by the way. And then you put water in, 
there's it comes with this syrup that's that's the sort of mix if you like for whatever you want to brew then you put in the yeast seal it up it's just give, give it's it a just shake. like bean a pounder and yeah, ground up jolly exactly. rogers give it a bloody good mm. shake and then you just we actually store it in the the sort of understairs toilet area because it's a like out of the way cupboard yeah. so i'm thinking it is almost like prison wine because we do keep it in the toilet um and like lewis said i have no idea what's in this syrup it could just be mushed up polo mints and god knows what and then you put it in the fridge for a couple of days and then it's got a little tap on it and you just that's it you get like 10 pints of of beer or, or cider or whatever and it's it's really it's really good but um that's right. it's just i still don't yeah. quite understand why we're doing it but mrs f is a big fan like it was honestly i know it's a dad thing to do but she was like let's get this thing look she saw it online she's like let's get her brewer and beer i was like okay Man. and you can make like quite nice beer like german style beer and it's honestly it like she's at she sounds like uh, she it. sounds like the type of person who would buy a soda stream and uh and would buy a soda stream because she was never allowed to buy like the uh <laughs> the slush puppy maker like when she uh, was a kid right i, I think we we did she did put it to me, should we get a soda stream? And I was like, no. Because I remember yeah. my friend of, from Triforce, Passim, um, we, we mentioned before, Ben Richardson, who uh, of course is Anna Kendrick's uh, boyfriend or partner. Um, he had a soda stream and I would go around to Ben's house and it was very exciting to me that he had a soda stream. This would have been in the eighties when they were like a big thing and we would make soda stream and it was, it was thrilling and it was also incredibly tedious like it's definitely not as easy as just going no yeah and opening a thing of coke and i don't even think it's it's not it's not any better it's like demonstrably worse than 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 coke but i think it's like half the price because your friend ben richardson who's married to anna kendrick it, well i don't they're not married but i think they're definitely they're definitely going out we spoke about this in a previous episode yeah okay I'm sure i don't remember did, at all yeah. sorry my brain because i i only found out i i looked him up while we were talking about him and i discovered oh, right and like I was like, friend. holy shit. I've been trying to get in touch with him for years. He never responds to my messages. I don't blame Just him. Just tweet him. I have tried. He doesn't, he doesn't respond. Oh. He doesn't yeah, he's, to he's too, he's too, um, he's, too big. Big. he's too big and famous now. He lives in LA. He's got he a famous girlfriend. LA. He's got a famous girlfriend. He's, just he's got like, no time whatever. for you. Fair enough. So the, but the, the classic story about I'll oh, brew in your own wine is my dad's um, beetroot wine. Do you remember I told you this story mm. as well? He, um, he basically decided one time when he was living in this little flat above these students that he would um, brew his own wine. He sort of lived on his own. And so he made all this beetroot wine following a recipe that he found somewhere. Right. And of course, he made like 12 bottles of it or however many bottles of it. I poured out a glass and found it absolutely disgusting. Um, and so what he did was he left them all out for the bin. Um, but then as he was as he, as he was leaving, one of the students sort of accosted him and said, is that wine you're throwing away? And he was like, you're yeah, I made it, but it's wine. horrible. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, all these students said, we'll have it. And they were they drank it all. They loved it. He could have made a killing uh, selling it to students. Disgusting. He could have, he could have yeah. made some more. Just sold it. Well, I guess it is, but that is bum. That is the definition of bum wine, isn't it? You know, beetroot wine. You know, yeah, student wine. You know, cheap, cheap, cheap wine. Um, yeah. cheap horrible wine that gets you wasted. God, and yeah. Probably makes you guys you remember the first time you ever purple. tried beer, like, um, like you know, like ale. Like when were you were you a kid? Like, did your dad let you try some? Yeah, um, I think um, a lot of the time when you're a kid, you try other, your parents' yeah, drinks yeah, and stuff, yeah. and you go and and, and I don't know. The like, first time mm. I ever tried it was so gross. Like I shuddered. Like it was just. I think I think everyone does. It's not. It is nice. very and very especially uh, anything acquired, isn't it? Like uh, like I love yeah. it now, but I think your taste buds have to mature or something to get to the point where you can like it because it's just. It must be the bitterness. It's got to be. 
coffee yeah. and coffee is the same as well. I, I like coffee or the yeah. smell of coffee or anything when I was a kid, but I love it. Now. Yeah, you're de- it's weird, definitely. Eh? And I'm I've gone off like the sugary sweets. I can't really eat like I can eat like one Haribo. Like the egg, and then I'm like, oh, <laughs> can't eat any more than that. The uh, egg, but I remember for, even the, done for the day. even the first time um, <laughs> eating a Haribo <laughs> egg. I love those things. <laughs> the first time I ever even drank with my friends when we were like in in high school, we got somebody to buy us a case of beer, like 24 beers, and I there's probably like 24 of us uh sharing like this one one case of beer but like none of us liked it but it but it was you know you couldn't say that because you were drinking with your friends right and everybody had to be like the big experienced drinker or, or whatever um and i remember that people just would, would drink like finish like one or two beers and you'd be like hey do you want another one and they'd be like uh maybe after <laughs> like, it was just it was just kind of like because we because we weren't acclimatized to the taste or anything yet right it was kind of gross so then i think the the first time we ever drank we did that and then uh the second time it was just liquor liquor mixed with like juice right because it's it's a, a, a lot easier to drink than than suffering through beer that you don't like the taste of or whatever it's pretty funny yeah i remember but liquor um, with juice gets time, you so fucking shit-faced like it's unbelievable. i had some school disco and I wanted to sort of take some alcohol from my house to, you know, um, steal some basically from my parents' sort of cupboard of alcohol and take it with me, you know, so I didn't have to buy it. So I was obviously like, I don't know, 15 or 14 or 15 or something, probably actually even younger than that. And I remember I, I poured the only thing that they had that was unopened, sorry, that was already open because I didn't want to open any of these bottles, right? Because I thought that's a giveaway. Yeah. The only thing that was uh, opened and, uh, and, and had a reasonable amount in that I could, you know, Cut, you know, deceivingly steal some of was the martini. Um, horrible, that horrible, sweet martini mix. Um, it's fucking disgusting. Oh, man. Um, and so it was, it was, I poured out like a half a water bottle of that, topped it up with lemonade, and it was <laughs> so disgusting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, I don't know, but that, that was the stuff you did. I remember when you were kids, it was always like trying to do stuff that adults did. Oh, yeah. Like, I remember very, when I was obviously very young, probably can't be more than like, like nine or eight or nine or maybe 10, I was with some of my friends in the park. And they were smoking mm. tubes of paper, A4 paper, that they had uh, just taken from somewhere. Oh, like so and that was, they were just, just, they were, just empty tubes we, of paper. We were just oh, smoking yeah, empty that's tubes nice. of That's good, yeah. Just to mimic the old cool adults who hang out and smoke in the park. I don't know, like, kids do stupid stuff like that they, like, they all do. the time. Yeah, yeah they, they do. They do. I think um, it's a shame. They, they want to grow up real fast, and then once they do... Yeah, they, they realize, uh, hang on a second, I'm, uh, I'm working nine to five, I'm busting my ass every day for a uh, man that I can't stand, and uh, sometimes it takes all I got to get through the day and you just think man to be a kid again eh like yeah. no responsibility why did i wish it away blah 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 like it's it's easier times yeah yeah i was thinking about this as well i don't know like if you guys uh have this but i find like the older i get i look back more often on like dumb shit that i did right and i and i kind of like like cringe a little bit to think oh. like how stupid i was All like when time. i was when i was younger and i I never have, I had never done that up until maybe like in the past, I don't know, 10 years or something. Right. Um, but the, the, the total lack of self-awareness when you're a kid and a teenager or even in your twenties is, is, 
is kind of staggering really isn't it yeah like, i just I like say, i look I back on things that i've said to people or things that i've done oh, man, and i'm like yeah. holy fuck like what the hell was i thinking at the time and how did yeah. i even get away with it like i don't even understand I just, it's crazy we're just thoughtless aren't we when yeah, we're, yeah, when we're young some of the time nuts. not everybody but but i think certainly i i was maybe i'm only speaking from experience but i, well, I do no, think no i mean i'm, I'm there with you yeah. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Um, but I, I guess if you think about it, kids have no agency at all. Like no. my kids have to ask, can my friends come over? They ask. And I, I think, you know, Man, if they my, just said, my kids ask if they can go poo. Like, right, like, exactly. Yeah, of they course ask. you can. Like, what are you waiting for? Go. Like, it's so even though. Ask. Well, can you? Uh, or may you? Right. Well, there you go. You <laughs> no, can be that no, kind of dad. You can be that right dad, yeah. <laughs> Nobody likes uh, that dad. Nobody yes. likes that dad. No. But I guess it, it's kind of a testament to how much the freedom to do what you want to do, even if the life is going to be harder, which it is as an adult compared to a kid a lot of the time. It's much harder when you're an adult, but at least you're free to make your own decisions. And I think kids obviously have some innate desire, that human desire to be free and to be able to make your own decisions and, and stuff like that. So even though I, you can look back at being a kid, I also think I can't imagine being told when to go to bed. I can't imagine being told what's for dinner, no. where I can go. <clears throat> we're going here this year. Now we're going there. We're doing that. We're moving and not having any say in it whatsoever. I think it's not think worth the payoff like of low responsibility. Though, right? That these kids grow up into... The, Greg, there's... The, they're still kids when they're working for these people, you know, these Instagram stars and stuff and all the people in their office. They're all young. They've all never had a proper job. They all don't know any like, how to do anything. They all just assume the world sort of ticks over and it will, and it will be, work out all right. You know, they have this dreamy, uh, laissez-faire attitude to, to everything. And, and, and I think that, that, that we are just big kids and we never lose that. And we all make stupid mistakes. There's an interesting TV show um, being made about the Clinton, Monica Lewinsky, scan right as if it's some sort of great event right when really it's just two horny people being stupid yeah it's not like there's nothing deep about it was pretty it. It's sensational some... at the time but yeah there's yeah. no there's not that much to it really it's just like yeah okay like he's just so clive just... owen is playing clinton and it's got old um, owen. That, yeah i know that doesn't it's make got any sarah sense paulson at all. sarah paulson's in it i'm not sure who she is actually in it but I assume she's um, like Monica Lewinsky. Who's going to play Monica Lewinsky? That one from. Uh, what if they got Monica Lewinsky to play the, Monica the lady Lewinsky. with the high voice from Dharma and Greg? Uh, or is it is it Dharma and Greg? I remember the, the I know woman. Which, the woman I know has, which show you she mean. She has a really Oddly high enough. voice. Yeah. I, I feel like she's got the 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 Lewinsky. That's look. Will and Grace, I think. Will and Grace, sorry, yeah, not Dharma and Greg. <laughs> but I, I knew exactly what you meant. The woman with the high voice from Dharma and Greg. I'm like, I, I speak dad brain. I understand what he means right here. <laughs> Whatever, you know, she's got a high voice. Like, uh, yeah, the one with the high voice from yeah, that Dharma and Greg show. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I tell you what, she, she's a good, hell of a piece of ass. She's she'd a hell be a good Lewinsky, I feel like. She'd be, she'd well, she's a, too old. She's too I old guess now. she is now, yeah. Holy shit, by the way, okay, I'll, I'll give you the, some context for this. I've been watching uh, uh, SAS, the celebrity SAS. Uh, right. Who dares yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. This year, this year is a, we're gonna have to get you to jump out of a helicopter well, and climb across a mountain, carry okay, a sixty kilo I don't want to spoil it for pack. you, but Ulrika Johnson is was in it this year, and uh, she, you know, like the the scene at the start GP of the show. Five five Y. 
she is she a pussy? Is she not able to well, okay, like, I'm, I'm getting to that, to, okay? Get down and give me ten, Ulrika. No, no. Get down and give me ten, so, you so they lazy come in, cow. So they, so they take them to the remote part of Scotland where the, where the compound is. They're coming in by boat, and the first thing that they all have to do is jump off the boat into the water, right? That's no, no, the first yeah, thing. Sure. And, and you can see Very them all, standard. like... They're kind of nervous about being there. Oh, I don't wanna, they don't know I don't what to expect. don't want to jump off the boat into the water. It's all cold. Yeah, exactly. So they all jump off the boat into the water, and then they have to run up a hill to get to this compound, right? And uh, so Ulrika immediately gets hypothermia and can't run up the hill. So they have to take her off to, like, the hospital. She's, like, 53 years old, whatever. Like, I guess she's not in, like, amazing shape or, or whatever. So Yeah, I don't know how, how old you're allowed no, to no. be in the SAS. Well, I'm pretty sure know, they kick you out at about 45 it's, it's like and a, give you some desk job. It's a development sort of thing, right? It's like a character <laughs> sort of development. It's like a challenge it, for you, whatever. If there was a war on, I'm just saying, Ulrika Johnson is not getting Ulrika, well, Okay, <laughs> uh, uh, Just because she's 50. They're not sending her to war, obviously, and they're not even keeping her in the show because on the second episode they had to discharge her because uh, it was the uh, it was the challenge where you have to drop uh, off of the helicopter backwards and land in the water. They were pretty sure she would die doing it, so they were like, "Sorry, you have to leave the show," (laughs) and so she had to leave the show anyway. She's fifty three years old, but she looks like a little bit older. I don't want to judge too much or whatever, Uh, but the the context for this is she hasn't had too much work done. Maybe. But then um, I was looking on on Reddit and Cindy Crawford is like reshooting at the age of 55. She's reshooting all of these like famous um, things that she like did, like the Pepsi ad in like the late 80s or the 90s or whatever. And uh, man, she looks like better now than she did back. It's it's unbelievable. Like I maybe they there's like some airbrushing or something on the on the pictures. But even then, and this is, I don't think she's had anything done. Like I I think uh, in actual fact, like her agent in the 80s or the 90s said you should try to get rid of that um, that birthmark like by your lip. And she was like, no, no, I'm not getting rid of that. And and she never did. So I wouldn't imagine that she's had anything else done, like boobs or like you know cosmetic anything and she's she looks a, she's amazing she's alright old Ulrika I think she's always been like okay oh, but she's not, been, not she's, next she's to Cindy fine. Crawford is the point I'm trying to make here it's, uh, it's oh. unbelievable she's two years older and it, it's just like uh, it's like night and day it's crazy let's and look up Cindy Crawford I don't know I don't know she still looks I mean, pretty pretty fucking hot she looks like she's 30 yeah you're right no she, right, she definitely so. doesn't look like she's 30 but she, <laughs> she she's looks great, great though it doesn't like you know what I mean? She's lost. She's lost a little bit of that softness. If you look at a younger Cindy Crawford, she yeah. Had a well, bit more you will do. You softness. will do. Yeah, of but course. Like, I'm um, just saying. Like she's in, in, in. She's in. She's in pretty good shape, I think. Like, but then again, like tender I think, age of fifty-five. I think, I think when you're on SAS Survival, you aren't allowed to have any of the makeup on, and that is a big thing. No, you know? but like, you know, I think like makeup can put they've 10 got all their makeup on, on and me. everything in the in between bits when they're interviewing them and they're talking about stuff and everything so you you do see them in in makeup and stuff so you so you get the the contrast as well but i know it's just it was just interesting we just uh, we like, talk a like, lot about tv in, on this show as she it's weird but we watch a lot of it did you hear i watch a lot of it. omar omar died yes. yeah. yeah williams poor guy yeah apparently he was so, so good someone said he was, on, he was only 54 himself yeah so but yeah. i think i think he'd struggled with uh with drugs and um, uh and and sarah harding as well passed away the uh from girls aloud she was only 39 she uh, died yeah, of terrible. breast cancer unbelievable 
Yeah, it's really sad. That is very sad. So super yeah. young. Jeez, you think thirty nine, yeah. man? It's, yeah, that's that's shocking. Yeah, there's a, there's a whole lot of life left after thirty nine for sure. Um, that's that's too early to um to pass away. And uh, I've and then I read about um, as well. Jesus. I'll keep going with just TV news. I read about uh, Lord of the Rings Amazon thing is going to be just it's so big budget. Yeah. Um. And and also they've they're doing the, the bloody Wheel of Time. Yes, I yeah. heard about that. Yeah, which is their Robert. I mean, the Robert Jordan Wheel of Time books are iconic, very very famous fantasy books. They're not as dark as Game of Thrones. They're a lot more like light fantasy or high fantasy. I think it's called right um, magic. A lot more I've read, magic. I've, and stuff. I've 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 been through. I went through them all about 10, 10, 15 years ago, and I enjoyed them. So yeah, I mean. I think with new Lord of the Rings and new Wheel of Time, people are really leaning into this sort of fantasy. Yeah. And I'm really happy about it, honestly, well, because... there's also uh, you know, Foundation is coming out on Apple TV. Um, really? Isaac Asimov's If you look at the trailer, Foundation. it looks super hype. I mean, it's proper sci-fi, you know, it's like real... So I've, I've actually got that on my bedside table because I've read it. I remember Foundation was one of the first sci-fi books I read as a kid, and it really sent me down a path of reading a lot of sci-fi and really getting into sci-fi well, when I was, when I was there's young. There's some big and series coming, baby. I don't Big remember series it. coming and nice. June the movie yeah. coming out hopefully what is it October or something it's or November it's coming out so yes, it's um, a, a new a new age hopefully hopefully we're gonna have more uh I'm I, I've I've loved the superhero movies I loved all the Marvel the MCU stuff I've really been enjoying the what if series that they've been doing well on, well the um, new Marvel movie Disney. is out it's, it's called Shang Shang Chi and the 10 rings um, or 12 rings or something it looks okay yeah apparently it's it's apparently good, it's good uh, yeah Interestingly, the guy who's in ch the star is called Simu Liu. I don't know how to pronounce his name, but he used to be before he was in movies. He used to be a stock photography model, right? And so there's loads of pictures of him. Oh yeah, in like, like in like corporate <laughs> like settings and stuff. I saw I saw oh, something. Like that. He's been he's been using those to like um like he, like he tweeted out one of them with him like with two guys pointing at a screen and he was like me laughing at the people who thought we'd flop. He's kind of been memeing himself That's with his awesome. old stock photography That is so model, awesome. That's like a is... ready-made meme right there that he can just use to... I know. Because if, if a film, if like if you have a lot of memes on the internet that are popular, that's like the best advertisement really for your film, I think. It's like such amazing word of mouth. That's, a, that's incredible. <laughs> he's that is really good. He's on the front cover of a book called Using QuickBooks Accountant for Accounting 2015. <laughs> 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 Man. Uh, ironically. That's great. I love that. You Sorry. think about it, most of them have done like an advert. Most actors have done an advert or two in their early days. But to have uh to have been a stock photography model, that dude is everywhere. Like he I love is that. everywhere. That you could just buy shutter stock stuff of him <laughs> to use as well. <laughs> I mean, funny. that's basically the what we talked about with um, you know, having your face deep faked onto stuff, right? Like like he's already spent years getting pictures of himself from every angle taken. And yeah. now he goes into acting. He's just like, look, use this back catalogue I made already. Just Perfect. I'm never gonna act again, you know, just put put get someone else in and use my face. I love that. Before we carry on, this week's episode is sponsored by ExpressVPN. Mm. You can use ExpressVPN for all sorts of things to protect yourself online. But one thing particularly I would say is that watching Netflix without using ExpressVPN, it's a little bit like paying for a gym membership, but then only being able to use the treadmill. You can change your online location very easily to control where you want Netflix to think you're located. And since they have almost a hundred different server locations, you can gain 
gain access to thousands of different things you haven't watched. This of course works with all the other streaming services and I do take advantage of that to change my location and get around things like blocks. Like if it says on YouTube, this thing isn't available in your country. I'm like, well, fuck you. Yeah, I've heard him say it as well. It uh, echoes across the heavens. He's so angry about it when it happens. Like, yeah, fuck you. I like ExpressVPN. Uh, I've never had any issues with speed or buffering. I honestly can't notice. You can use it on your phone, your media console, your smart TV. It's It's got apps for everything. It works. Encrypts your data as well, so you can browse the web securely. If you're not using ExpressVPN, why not give it a go? It's very useful to have. Um, I make use of it and, it, and it definitely pays for itself. So stop paying full price for streaming services and only getting access to a fraction of the content. Yeah. Get your yeah. money's worth. You can get access to hot Sri Lankan TV shows like Salsapuna, Bawathra, and Mahathala Hatan. I love Mahathala. ExpressVPN. Yeah, love catch up on the latest episodes of Salsapuna. Why not? ExpressVPN.com slash Triforce. You get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. That's ExpressVPN.com slash Triforce. We love you. Back on with the show. Thank you very much. Oh, my gosh. Well, there's, there's loads of interesting stuff in gaming as well, by the way. So, um, you know, Player Unknown mm. left PUBG. I didn't know uh, this. To work on his his new game. I thought PUBG was his game. Well, no, it was, it was, it's, it's, it's sort of a Korean company. Is it called Kratos or Krand, Krand, Krandos or something? Oh, who, yeah. Who okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who runs it. I thought, oh, okay, sure. Um, so, yeah, he left and he's made a new, a new game and he's going to make... He's released a little teaser for it. It's called Prologue, right? For like uh, this, 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 this game he wants to make called Artemis. And Why I doesn't think he Pub- call it Player think- Unknown's Prologue? Or, or he will do. He will do. I'm sure. But it, so he's made apparently. He could be like the, the next admirer. I read. That he said. He said. How dare um, you make I was, that comparison? I was playing pub. I was playing PUBG, and I went to the end, and I hit an invisible wall, and I thought. Why couldn't this be bigger? And I was like, well, that's not really the point, is it, of PUBG? But anyway, he basically has made this 64-kilometer-wide open world, and his game design idea is to slowly fill it with dynamic or randomly generated events. A little bit like, I guess, how Elite Dangerous and these sort of games work where they have this massive mega universe and it's all procedural, right? Like gaming these days, I was thinking about this, talking about this a lot because um, I went to a wedding the weekend. I'll tell you about that later. Um, but <laughs> but um, I, I I think that these days games that are being developed, I'm seeing it more and more, aren't bothering with like a single player campaign. Instead, they're spending their efforts making this sort of procedural kind of roguelite, it's called or whatever that's called, thing where you sort of make progress as far as you can. And then you die, and then you start a game, but you get upgrades every time. Like we're seeing that so yeah, often yeah, yeah. now as an alternative to the classic. Because I don't think people are super into the stories. Like I, I was playing uh, Pathfinder: Wrath of the Righteous uh, this week, which came out, and um, man, I thought it's really, really fun. It's a proper single player D and D style. We have a little party of people, and some of them can leave or die, and decisions and stuff. And you you make your party and your team, and you you fight your way through dungeons and stuff. And I was really really enjoying it. Um, and then I actually died by accident because I misclicked into a room with an enemy that is apparently like really hard. Right. <laughs> and then I I just died, and then I it didn't auto save. Um, f- for at all basically for the last hour and a half of my gameplay and i was just like oh my god um anyway sorry that happened but yeah i think generally games now are about building systems um like if you've played a bit of no man's sky this week i have been yeah i saw you streaming it's been fun man it's actually which is fun yeah it's 
And it's entirely dynamically generated, right? Which means it's so fresh well, they've and added, it, they, weird. They've, they've improved it a lot and they've added a bunch of new stuff to it. And the, the stuff I'm more most interested in is um, you can you can create settlements and you can manage them. You can yes. you can hire aliens to come in and do stuff. Oh, really? That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. That's Which new. seems really cool. So I've just gotten... I like, really liked, yeah. There's a whole bunch of automation stuff that you can do now as well. Like you can set up uh, like um, atmosphere mines. extractors, like uh, mines and stuff like that. But you So you can have multiple bases across different systems. It's really, all connected with so teleporters and stuff. Like it's... It's yeah. been pretty cool. So you can, they've definitely so you, I hooked me that. into it I love flying around, finding plants, looking at plants, being like, oh, these are all terrible. Going to a new place, warping along, scanning all the planets and being like, oh, this has got some gold on it. Perfect. I land on it, kill a few animals or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, set up set up a so base. I've got, I've got cool. a question because I, I was watching Sips play it for about 10 minutes um, and it looked like a lot of blasting rocks with a laser, picking up stuff. Blasting rocks with laser, picking stuff up. Yeah. Is there is there like any peril? Like, do you need to build defenses, or is it just um, no, not not immediate. It's more just like a um, it's it's meant to be sort of like a gentle sort of exploration. Um, you know, collect collect them all kind of thing. Like there is some there's sentinels and certain things that if you pick them up. They'll alert sentinels in to, to fight you, and you can you, yeah, you can the, fight against them. The worlds them. are often very hostile as well. Yeah. Like, like they're either too cold or too hot. You can't necessarily. Yeah. You got to be careful. There's some there's some nasty um, flora and fauna out there that can fuck you up if you're not keeping your eye and, on it. And if you so, die, yeah. is that the end of the game? Like what no, happens? you can play on permadeath if you want to. There's an option, uh, but just in the normal mode, when you die, um, you just um, you just spawn back with no inventory where you last right. saved. Uh, but which but, is a bit of a fuck. But you can go actually. and find your body, yeah. uh, which I, I died yesterday, and uh, which is very standard in the game. Yeah, you can't yeah. really. Yeah, I, was just I mean, curious. it's I easy just to get all your shit back. In, in a sense, the game does. There are quite a few ways to die, and you have to be careful not to do it. But I think that it's one of these games where if you just take, to, it's it's not it's not like. You're not supposed to pay attention. Uh, I think if you were playing it where you had to pay attention to it all the time, it would be a very stressful game. And the game does kill you quite quickly sometimes. Mm. Um, you're like, oh, fuck, I'm going to yeah, die. Like yesterday, and I picked up an and... egg and then like a million bad guys spawned in and just absolutely killed me. Which is which is fun, though, because you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Right? It's uh, it's nice. Oh, that you another can thing you can do is you can. Oftentimes you'll die because you're You can have yeah, a fleet as well. Know. So you can buy like a huge uh, freighter and they're massive. And you can have like man, uh, I, I never could afford it. I played the game ships. for like thirty or forty hours, and I had like the starting yeah, ship. Yeah. No, there's so much to do in it now. It's crazy. Um, I've tried playing it in the past, and never it's never really hooked me in in any way. But this this time, I'm 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 definitely into it. It's good. They're doing. There's a big campaign this week where there's going to be drops and stuff as well, which is kind of exciting, I guess, if people. If you play it, I mean, by the time you hear this, it'll mm. be over. It'll be last week. It'll be over. Yeah, it seems it seems pretty good. It's, it's mm. been fun. I noticed uh, the XCOM guys are making a Marvel superhero game. Oh wow! Okay. Um, called Midnight Suns. Yeah. And it's got like you have to make your own hero, but it's got like this sort of card battling system in it. It's very weird. It looks weird, but just give us XCOM um, three for fuck's sake. Like, yeah, I don't care yeah. What else you're working on? Give it's got to be. XCOM it's got to be like 3. a better version of Terrors from the from the deep, right? Because that was the big thing at the end of XCOM two. That there was like, oh, you know, don't don't do an underwater. Come on, let's just that would like just have do it, it underwater, like, uh, but just do it good. Like uh, if it, if it's underwater, but it's as good as XCOM two, 
I'll play it. Like uh, XCOM Two is it's, fucking awesome. It's such a limited setting, man. Underwater. Or like, have, maybe on. some of it can be underwater. I don't know. Flax cheese. I'm not. Um, I'm not. The, well, I'm I want just better. Saying that... All right. I want better. I don't want underwater. Man, you're making XCOM. me want to play fucking Get Terrible the Deep right now. I really enjoyed that vibe. Ugh. I think some some people got a big kick out. Of how it. are you going to so, throw some... a grenade underwater? It's all going to be no, torpedoes. They had special grenades. Yes, and Didn't you ever play Terra from the yeah, Deep? Yeah, and it was wank because it was underwater. Oh, it was good. It was good. I enjoyed bits of it and I other bits of it but i don't know there's it was it was yeah like i don't know like sometimes i think terror for the deep it was made in 1995 by one guy i don't think I mean, it was received super well but yeah I, 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 there was no patches because that's how games were made back but in it the feels day, like you know the mean? story from xcom 2 is heading that way right like, no man's sky was made what seven eight years ago and fucking has been patched to death ever since like continuously and now it's a good game but like i did see this week that no man's sky finally uh, went from overall mixed to overall mostly positive, like on Steam. Yeah, like I know. It's a, it had a really interesting the uh, redemption arc. For the first time. Because apparently, like, the amount of negative reviews back in the day really just held it, yeah. like, really kept it There's down. been a couple of games, <laughs> like, I was talking reviews. to uh, Chad about this the other day when I was streaming, and uh, No Man's Sky is definitely um, sort of perceived as one of those games that came out it didn't live up to expectations and people were angry about it, but oh, now man, yeah. it's in a much better space and people actually think it's a pretty good game. Um, Diablo 3 was the same. Diablo 3 is pretty disappointing when it came out, but then Reaper Souls kind of fixed a lot of it and it and it became better or at least uh, widely regarded as like a pretty good game, even though it's 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 old now and people don't play it as much or whatever, but it's it, it definitely went from being bad to to good. Uh, Final Fantasy fourteen, that which I play as well, um, started the same. It was it was destined to be some flop, and um, they had to basically redo the the sort of base game, which they did. Um, and now it's 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 very popular. I think I think I think um, there's a PC gamer article. I mean, take from that what you will if you like PC gamer, but they ranked it as like the the most popular MMO, even above above wow now because i think wow has had the big exodus of players because of the state of the game yeah a lot of people have has. gone over to play games like and maybe the, and other uh, stuff. the blizzard stuff as well that like, too um, yeah i mean you, yeah you yeah you have to take that into account as well yeah it's just interesting sometimes these games they come out and you you can almost write them off and say oh well you tried your best but this game sucks and nobody's ever going to play it but then- these these redemption stories are so interesting yeah because i'm sure a lot of people give up you know pull the plug they're like okay i'm, I'm wearing a suit i this game's not gonna happen we're not gonna resolve it we're never gonna have a redemption story we're just gonna pull the plug and, and abandon it you know i think that does happen so often but i think that's that standard practice you certainly used to be that you know games you know especially on console when they they were putting them on discs there was no way to give it a day one DLC, day one patch or any of this you know once you yeah. you did the game and that yeah. was it mm. you were stuck mm. you, it was it was like an article you pu- published it you sent it off you posted it and it was gone yeah they um, did um but- they did used to bring out patches on cover discs for magazines uh once once the pc market was uh established you could there were patches yeah um, that would come out i think people kind of forgot that and there were also whenever you'd buy there were also a lot of utilities on the front of those uh, on those discs especially if you got there were other magazines i think there was one that was just a pc magazine it wasn't for gaming it was for people that were like programmers and shit yeah, yeah. And there were lots of utilities and free programs and, and trial versions of things but they did used to release patches for PC games on cover discs, that was the only way to get them. Most people don't have the fucking internet, so you had to get them on the, in a, from a magazine. But uh, they, it certainly wasn't the way it is now, where you get like 
roadmaps that you can read and interactivity with the devs. I mean, U-Boat, which is a game that I play uh, from time to time, I'll play it for a, a, like a week solidly. They're always patching that game. Like here's a whole new patch, just like blam. And it's like a ridiculous amount of content that never would have happened. Yeah. Um, and I know that I, whenever I'm playing an early access game or we're talking about an early access game, people in chat always complain, fucking early access, wank, whoa. I think, you know, you don't have to buy it. Like you, you don't, wait, no. like, I, Baldur's Gate 3 has come out, but it's early access Baldur's Gate 3, right? So I'm not playing it. I'm going to wait. And there's another game, I think it's called Death Trash or something like that, which looks really good. And my friend played it and uh, it was Munt who played it and he was like, it's great, but it's not finished yet. I was like, cool, well, then I'll, I'll wait. Yeah. I don't see why people can't just wait. I feel like what they're angry about is that it's there and they want it and it's available, but it's not ready yet, but they want to have it anyway. And then they complain. Uh, and I think they also feel that developers are putting these games out before they're finished and then finishing them after people have bought them. And you've bought this game and you have to wait six months for it to be right. Yeah. Believe me, as a football manager, you know, buyer of pretty much every football manager game there's ever been, I feel you because it's, the game comes out in October or whatever, and it's not until March or April when the third big patch comes along that it's actually any fucking good. I'm with you. I understand. It's frustrating. But I also think that we want so much more in our games now compared to what we wanted 20, 30 years ago when we were playing PC games and Amiga games or whatever. It needs to be so much more that it's much harder to develop those big games without any money coming in for potentially several years at a time. Yeah. That's how it feels. <laughs> You're not wrong. Um, it's, it's, it's a weird... But then again, every time you post an update, right, you create this bump in sales and news and chat about the game, which they can see on their graph. Do you know what I mean? So so very these games who these these guys it's very easy for you to develop a game and think well you know let's make this game release here then we'll have update one after two months right. and update two after four months do you know what i mean and we'll put this in this update and this in update and we'll get it all done before we release it so we don't have to rush around and panic you know a lot i think a lot of people promise things too right they're like oh we will add yeah. this thing when you guys do this or you know follow us on twitter and we'll release this thing and i mean pe and people like they don't uh, get it in ton in time like people say i love this development team they listen to the player base and they make the changes and all the rest of it so people love that experience but the if the community comes together and says you guys should add this this is really important if you like there's a, a groundswell of support saying yes that's right you should add this feature and they're like okay cool and they add it and i think people love that because they're helping to shape the game in a way that the players actually want it to be shaped because that can be a hard thing sometimes for a game developer to to gauge is you know they've got a vision of the game but everybody plays it and they're all asking for some quality of life you know or whatever and these changes happen so people want that relationship with the developer but they also just want like a finished game at release that's that doesn't have uh you know a roadmap and isn't early access so i think it's i think people there's a combination of people we don't none of us know what we want that's the problem yeah we don't really know what we want it comes out and we're like yeah it's okay but me and it needs a few changes i think the standards for for games and games as a service and stuff like that is so high now too that i don't even think a developer making a game uh, can be 100 uh, percent sure what people want yeah it's, you it's need so complicated a games now when a game is released like it's i feel like it's very rare now that a game is released and it's just like yeah we're not we're not touching this one anymore it's just done unless <laughs> yeah. it's like a platformer or something right, like right. that maybe but like 
there's always got to be scope to add more stuff to the game. I think I think now. people are jostling now. And the other thing is these games often have to keep going. Like when I talk to game devs, they're always like, you know, I want to keep people playing my game. And I'm like, well, you've got a three hour story game. People are going to, you know, play that game for three hours and they're never going to play it again. Like, how do you bring people back to that? Do you know what I mean? It's like, why, why are you looking for concurrent daily users yeah, on this game? I mean, like, that's not some, your kind A couple of game, games right? that have done that very well where it's like, yeah, you play it and you don't necessarily need to go back to it is uh Oberdin was amazing but you play oh, it yeah. once you wouldn't really play it again you no, might yeah you're done right but like yeah you know it's it's a uh it's a very contained experience that's a great example of a game that we everyone who plays it tells people yeah. to play it though you know i think there's i think that you do get those but i think these days we are in this world of free games right where there's a free game on Epic every day. Most of the big games that we play are free. Mobile games are certainly everything's free. And then a lot of people subscribe to things like Game Pass, which gives them a lot of games for inverted commas yeah. free. Do you know what I mean? Right, right. They pay a subscription, but it feels like the they're value free. from so Game Pass. What you have is you have nuts. Actually, it's, I know it's very good. Um, uh, not that we're shilling it or anything. I don't know how they make money from. It. Well, they, the thing is, it's like any subscription service. You know, people don't actually use it that much, or they 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 don't make the full use of it. But also. All these games in Game Pass are jostling for your attention, you yeah. know, and, and you have to stand out. And you do that by continually posting updates and bumping yourself to the top of the news I will news say feed. this. I will say this. When it comes Go to on. early access, I, 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 I kind of understand why people have a problem with early access. What I have a problem with, I think a lot of people have a problem with, is when a game is released, they, they state that it's finished, but it's clearly not. Cyberpunk being a prime example of that. That if that had been an early access version of the game, people still would have said, "Whew, got a long way to go." But this was like this big hyped game that came out, yeah, and then it felt like it was like pre-alpha. There was so much wrong with it. So I I, I think people have a I have much bigger problem with AAA titles. Early, the, that the early cost access 60 set them quid. up for a fall. Yeah, but I have a big problem with that. If something costs that much and it's fucking we awful. played. Um, do you remember we played? Um, well, it's that bloody zombie game where you you build the, the forts and you defend Daisy? the, the uh, shit. Four, no, seven days to die. I was looking at it the other day. Seven days to right. die. Thank you, Sips. We played that game, you know, back ten years ago, and it's still in alpha uh, after ten years on early access. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's sold ten million copies. Do you know what I mean? It's it's done fantastic. Um, and it's it's still you know they're still they're very shy to call it anywhere near done. Um, which is a, a very obviously, you know, uh, they obviously feel not like, like it's not ready, like it's not polished. Like they, they, they're scared to say this is our game. You know, I think other people are feel like they have to push out a completed game, especially when you've got something like Cyberpunk launching on all the different platforms. You can't launch early access on a and have a disc sold in, you know, game right. or you know, it's 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 definitely like um a different tone, isn't it? But we have been set up with this idea that everyone knows what early access is. Yeah. You know, you're going into an, a, a world where you know we we are surrounded by incomplete other games that we can compare your game to. So yeah, it's really interesting, really really interesting. Uh, the other, I've been doing loads of things. I've been looking at 3D printing this week. I really want to get a 3D printer. Man, are you having like a midlife um, crisis or something? What's going on here? Like 3D. Print? I want to get a 3D. Pr I want to get a 3D printer. I want to do everything. Some some other time. I went to a wedding. 
uh, the weekend. It was really nice. Although... How do you have time to do all this stuff? So so there was a wedding happening at a nearby place, okay? And it, it had a name. I'm not going to say the name just in case you look it up and stuff. Well, right. maybe you can. It's, it's called The Cider Orchard, okay? It's like a wedding venue. It's a nice little venue about half an hour's drive out right. of Bristol. And on the invitation, I'd looked at it and I was like, oh, yeah, it's near Western Straw. Cool. I'll, I'll, you know, it's going to be easy to get to, blah, blah, blah. On the t- so me and my partner were, were going to this to this wedding and she said to me, oh, you know, call, call the Uber. And I said, OK, do you have the postcode? And she's like, yeah, here's the postcode. So I typed it in and we got in the Uber and we drove about half an hour in the wrong direction. And I was like, I'm sure it was I'm sure it was in Western, not not this way. And she was like, no, no. You know, and then like, you know, sort of 15 minutes later, she, I was like, you should, I'm, I'll, I'll just check on my phone. So I looked at my phone and of course she'd like typed in the cider orchard and it was taking us to a different cider orchard. Right. But she'd got the postcode from the wrong cider orchard that she typed in to her phone and sent us like <laughs> completely the wrong way. <laughs> so then we had to like change the thing in the Uber. And then it obviously we'd gone half an hour in the wrong direction. So it was then an hour's drive. And then we got stuck in traffic. So we arrived at this wedding just as the, the wedding, just as they're, they're finishing. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like we snuck in to the back just as the ring's going on the finger. Oh, <laughs> no. It was like, oh. It was like only me, only I can can be the person that that happens to. It's a small world because there were loads of game devs there. Someone actually had uh, been in the flipping jingle, uh, not, uh, Tiny Teams Festival that we did and was like, oh, Lewis, I'm sure you streamed my game. And I was like, oh my God. Nice. Well, <laughs> so I had, had some nice chats with some some game devs and um, had a nice uh, 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 sort of, uh, they had some vegan stuff, but no no sauce or no, no gravy or anything. It was just very... It's like potatoes, just dry potatoes, dry beans, and like dry bur- like vegan patty burgers. So you and scum like, mm. deserve. That's what they were thinking. I was, I was, but Let there was the no sauce or anything for anyone. There was, there was no sauce. It was very dry. A very dry. That's that's rough. <laughs> wedding meal. Uh, but you know I, what? This I, is funny. I had this conversation with my dad last night. I don't want to go into too many details because it was infuriating. But one word. Ivermectin. Uh, oh no! Really? Yeah. How does he? I where know. does they get? Uh, where do they get this from? Dude, I don't, I, who is? Who is this? What is he? What platform is he I using? I don't, this even, want to, I don't this even want to get into it. Madness. It's it really, really, it's really upsettingly annoying. Actually, how, <laughs> how angry I got. But um, it, it was one of those things. <laughs> anyway, we were we were talking about um, we were talking about vegetarians. He he obviously he hates vegans. I don't actually hate vegans, right? I eat vegan food all the time. Obviously, Lewis, you're one of my dear friends. Plant based. Plant based is the new way to say it. Exactly. It is definitely plant based. Whatever. Sounds healthy. I I, I joke. You know what I mean? I'm not. I don't actually hate vegans. It's just funny. Absolutely. Yeah, but the fucking listeners, Lewis, they got their brains in their. I joke about it all the time. Stashed up their ass with their prison wine. They don't know. They think I actually hate vegans. I don't. So my dad makes this point. Why do they have to try to trick us? And I said, what do you mean? And he's angry that vegans pretend that it's a burger when it's actually a giant mushroom or whatever. They call it like vegan chicken. And it's like, what is that? Shithouse mushroom or whatever it's called. All that kind of stuff. And I was right. like, I don't think Shitake. they're, I don't, yeah, I don't think they're yeah. pretending or trying to trick you. <laughs> Why do they try to trick us? They're not trying to trick you. It's just that you can do a lot more with food if you look at the recipes we already use for meat and just swap the meat out. 
Like, there's already thousands, hundreds of thousands of recipes that involve meat. He was like, vegetables are beautiful. What's wrong with just a bowl of vegetables? And I was like, think how boring that would get. And that's the way they treat vegans and vegetarians, plant-based eaters quite often, Lewis. Like at your wedding. Oh, vegetarians, yeah, just a bowl with some fucking vegetables in. It's like, well, come on. We we make the vegan, the weird, the, I'm not a fan of the vegan of chicken and the vegan bacon and all the, the fake, I, I hate all that stuff, actually. I think it's that's the worst part of being a vegan. But, you know, and maybe I'm on your dad's side but I think it's designed to cross over to him and give him an alternative I, I to don't even cholesterol think that's it. and a heart attack. If I, right, let's imagine I was going to make... I mean, you know, everybody loves chicken and chips. It's a classic. Chicken and chips goes together brilliantly. Sure. Put some cheese on the chips, bit of sauce on the chicken, bingo. What if... Yeah, no, I don't want to try. Right, like, what like if we just, you know, no, not, took all the meat additions. out of this and, and did the same dish? Because we know it's it works. We know it's delicious. I don't think it's yeah, a fucking undercover, cover it undercover meal that's like, dun, 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 trying to sneak into the house of, of a carnivore <laughs> and get them to eat on... <laughs> oh, I eat the vegetables! <laughs> you know, it's like, it's just easier if you use existing recipes, but swap out that one thing, animal products, and find substitutions. I think that's all it is. It's not a trick. Is is he angry that that his his wife is swapping in the the vegan stuff for the meat stuff and trying to trying to trick him that Miss way? F- Mrs. F does that all the time. She'll, she'll cook dinner and I'll eat it. She's like, did you enjoy Most that? Most men, I'll be like, yeah. if they have something put in front of them... I'll eat it. Well, exactly. And, you know, you, I won't even be able to tell often right? what's I, even I in... Tell. So she was like, oh, did you enjoy so, that sausage roll? I was like, oh, it's fantastic. She goes, it was vegan. I was like, okay, cool. It was a haggis. Man, <laughs> I, I had some vegan sausage rolls last week and they were really good. I, I yeah, liked them great. a lot, actually. I don't have a problem with I it. I felt like I was tricked at the time, obviously, but I felt like somebody was trying to trick me. Like some sort of trick me? Some sort of magician or whatever. <laughs> yeah, this is another thing that always gets me with these guys. They're always like, oh, they're, they're trying to trick me like some sort of magician or whatever. And they're always Christian. I, fucking Jesus was a magician, wasn't he? Like, didn't he, he just... So he was one of the greatest magicians of do all time. Magic healing yeah. on people and shit. Like, what's what's this like uh, anti magic movement that's that's <laughs> developing? Like, come on! I mean, it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Did you know? Yeah. Regarding, sorry, I know this is going on a bit, but regarding tricking, there's been a thing this week where Keanu Reeves has been well, not actual Keanu Reeves, but lots of people have been scammed by someone called some Keanu Reeves, like catfishing them. Oh wow! Uh, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of there's a bunch of scammers pretending to be Keanu Reeves, tricking sort of elderly Older women. women are being targeted by scammers pretending to be Keanu Reeves. What? Yeah, so... <laughs> but they're falling for it, and they're properly, like, you know, selling their houses to move to LA oh, to be with him and stuff. Oh, come on. Really? Yeah, I'm not sure why... I mean, he's he's a multi-millionaire. I don't know why he would need cash from your auntie or whatever. So this scammer but... pretended to be Keanu Reeves, tricked women into thinking they were in a relationship with him. They sent a necklace and earrings to this aunt. This is the, the, the article I'm reading. And they also asked for 10 grand. This is from an actor whose supposed net worth is supposed to be $360 million. So he said, could you send me $10,000? And they sent the money oh to fake Keanu God. Reeves. I mean, I understand. How do you feel at you the moment be- you're doing this? Like, in your mind, are you like, I have actually been talking to Keanu Reeves. Like, I, I can't believe it. He's like this big megastar, like... 
you you would have to I at just, one point think, hang on a second. Like eventually, the fake Reeves asked if they could meet at a celebrity event, but the catch was she would have to stump up two grand to attend and send him the payment in Bitcoin. And <laughs> oh, that's the actual scam. I just I like I respect that. I like it, my aunt yeah, buying Bitcoin. Of course, I, it's sad. That's cool. But, but people do get scammed into relationships. It, it's horrible. But I I could at least understand if she'd been scammed by say some younger guy and she was you know sort of wooed and swept off swept off her feet and all that but to actually believe you were dating keanu reeves online and he needed 10 grand and some bitcoin come on you know co come on that that's hey i'm come on. i'm busy making the new matrix 4 movie but i, I i've run out of bitcoin, <laughs> yes, uh, bitcoin. and i really want to meet you so badly 10 grand. how old are you again 65 <laughs> years old perfect <laughs> 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 That's just what I like. Come on, baby. See you in California. Like, it's come on. That's crazy. That's Arnie. <laughs> I am Keanu Reeves. Just like you see in the movies. In Predator. I know. Well, sorry, the Send me $10,000 okay, in Bitcoin right the now. The impersonation wasn't great, I admit. Sorry, but. No, I didn't know. I didn't know how to do an impression of him either. Um, but yeah, I just love that. I love the idea that in between shots of him, like, doing the, the Matrix 4 or whatever, he's, like, on his phone. <laughs> Like chatting up grandmas. Holy crap. Hi, grandma. Hi, grandma. Show me that sag ass. I love it. Yeah. Oh, man. Send me some Bitcoin. Send me the Bitcoin. Oh, Come on, do it. Come on. Oh, the world is insane. I love it. The world know, is insane. Mad, if you have kids, don't let your kids become these people. Just do whatever you can. Come on. Like, no, this can't work in the future. Shelter them. Homeschool it's them. It's bad enough that it's happening right now in, in, in our timeline. Don't, don't let this timeline continue. <laughs> don't let yeah. your sons and daughters be tricked by fake Keanu Reeves in the future. <laughs> Come on. You owe it to yourselves. Do it. Come on. You can do wow. it. Oh my god, that's crazy. I love that. Anyway, that's, uh, that's thank you for listening to Travels Podcast, everyone. We'll see you next week. And until then, bye. Goodbye. Bye. 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 bye.